Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Showbiz Dope Podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and I am checking in with the community today to let everyone know I love you. We have been busy on the Showbiz Dope Podcast. We have finally introduced having guests on the podcast. So, so for all my day one people, there's been a lot of back-to-back featured guests on the podcast, which is a wonderful thing. Opening up the podcast to the community uh, was something that I was kind of a little apprehensive to do the first year. Um, I really wanted to just really connect with uh, with you guys. and um, But there's so many beautiful people out there, and I just want you guys to know that I'm just trying to add more value. And um, I'm pretty selective on who gets to come on the podcast because I want to make sure every guest is coming on for the right reason and they have some skin in the game. So thank you all for participating and listening to the episodes. Thank you for all the new members. Um, It's very exciting to see the podcast community grow. And you know, we're the good guys. We're out here really just trying to connect with the world and promote change and transformation in our lives. So um, this episode is kind of like a housekeeping episode. A few things. I want to let everyone know that the Sober is Dope community, had, we're on YouTube. So a lot of the po- podcast episodes that you hear with the featured guests, we have the full video um recordings of the podcast on YouTube. So you can search for Sober is Dope on YouTube, or you could click the link on, on a podcast and get the YouTube page. I'm asking everyone, if you listen and you have a phone and a computer and you're part of the Sober's Dope community, can you please just do me the favor of subscribing to the YouTube channel? I know it's hard for people to leave reviews on iTunes and stuff because that's somewhat cumbersome, but I know it's real easy just to log on to your app, go go onto the computer, look up Soap is Dope, and subscribe. And this is why I'm asking that. I'm not asking that because I want a lot of subscribers. I'm I'm I I'm adding content to the YouTube channel that's not always gonna be on the podcast. So I'm doing a late night special where I talk candidly and just connect with everyone out there in the subjects of health, healing, and sobriety. And I want you guys to have access to that. So please just go subscribe. Make sure you turn on the YouTube notifications so you get updates on when I upload videos. And sometimes it's good to put the face of our guest to the voice when you're listening to the episode is good to actually see the guests and you know connect with them that way it's more personal personal so that's that um the next thing i want to say is again if anyone hasn't downloaded the free sober's dope workbook um do that it's in the link in bio i have my link tree link connected to the podcast so download the free workbook and share it forward the link to anyone who may be able to benefit from it you know newbies in recovery sometimes someone new that's just coming into recovery you know you send them a link and say hey here's a free book you know it goes a long way and the book has links that connects them back to the podcast so i know a lot of you guys listen i know a lot of you are busy and it's hard to take those extra steps but i'm really asking you guys You know, to please support the community. So as I put new things out that can help us, just share it. And um, and this is the thing. Ninety percent of you guys are already doing this. So I'm not coming down on anyone. I appreciate everyone. It's just I just have to put it out there because I want to make sure 
you know, any of our efforts don't fall on deaf ears. And sometimes we're so busy, resources slip through the cracks. And I want you guys to have access to all the resources. The next thing um, I want to say is September is my birthday month. So I'm going to have a lot. You know, you guys know I love my birthday. I turned 41 this year. Um, I'll be speaking for National Sober Day um, which is, I think, September 10th, but I'll get the exact dates. We're doing an episode on National Sober Day where I'll have all the information for you guys. And again, if you click the link in the bio, you can get access to National Sober Day virtual party from Sober Vibes. And I'm speaking. I'm going to be a special guest there. So that's very exciting. Um, what else? What else? And in September, I plan on dropping my second book. The first book was a workbook. That's I don't. It's more or less was a companion for the mindset course that we have. And again, for anyone in the Sobers Dope community, we have a course on Teachable, which is just pretty much a bunch of cool videos that help you with meditation, mindset, discipline. Um, how to end procrastination, how to work through certain mindset techniques. And it's really cool and it's affordable. I think it's like 10 or $15 for anyone, but it's a lot of content. And you also get a copy of the free, the, the, the book there too, for free. In addition to all of the content, it's about two to three hours worth of videos and little small files. That's really helpful. So Yes, the Sobers Dope Mindset and Motivation course is in the link also. And then we're trying to, I'm going to drop my first book, hopefully, September 29th, which is my birthday, which is a Tuesday. And um, and that's my Sober is Dope handbook. And that's going to be a book full of prayers, affirmations, and meditations that helps get Anyone that's dealing with recovery, that's in recovery or sober curious or struggling an active addiction closer to that vital spiritual experience is a book that's meant to give tools for anyone. Like so the affirmations, the prayers, my personal story. It's a real cool work. It has a lot of resources. It's a five day devotional. We have a lot of things in there. We have a comprehensive mental health prayer a comprehensive forgiveness prayer. We have oh, so many little things in this book. So it's going to be a real good companion for the podcast. So everything about the podcast is geared towards giving us extra tools on our journey of recovery. So that's why I'm putting these things out. So the next thing I want to talk about today, which is an offshoot, I'm going to, I promise I'm going to do a full episode on this, but I want to talk about sobriety and relationships. And I'm going to say this, if you're new in recovery and you're in a relationship with someone who's not in recovery, this could be really tricky. Like Friday nights when they want to go out and party and they're still going out with friends and they're having fun and you feel like you have to sit home and you have to deal with it because you're in recovery. It could be really uncomfortable. So I want you guys to know this. This is how you deal with that. The first thing I want to say, if you're new to recovery, is not a jail sentence. It's not a death sentence and it's not a, a case of boredom. You do not have to suffer because you're in recovery and you do not have to stay home on a Friday night because you are in recovery. And if you're with someone who's still a party animal and they don't seem to have a, 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 an addiction issue, but they like to go out every weekend and get dressed up and party and come in late and tell you how nice of a time they had and you feel like you're suffering, it's okay 
to not be okay with that. It's okay to speak up and let them know. And and this is and this is what most likely will happen. The person may throw it back in your face that, well, because you're in recovery, don't forget the times when you was tearing up the town and stuff like that. That's not fair. And you don't have to accept that. And you don't have to inconvenience the person by letting them know how you feel. You just have to say, listen, I'm new to recovery, so I'm a little sensitive. And sometimes when you do go out and if you do go out and have a good time and I can't go and you're going out with your friends, I sometimes I feel a little uncomfortable. Sometimes I feel a little jealous. Sometimes I feel a little embarrassed that, you know, I got to kind of hang back. And I just want you to be mindful of that. And, you know, don't stay out too late. Respect the fact that I'm feeling sensitive and have that conversation with them because that'll make you feel better. I remember when I was new to my recovery, I used to feel, for lack of a better word, corny. Like, you know, my girl would go out or my friends would go out. Friday night, I'll be out, you know, you hear people having fun and then you're home and you kind of like live in this discipline. And, you know, it was kind of tough. You know, you just have to kind of sit, lay back. So this is what I would say today. If you are uncomfortable with that and you feel left out and you don't want to go to the club or go partying with them, and you don't want to be around a lot of drinks and drugs and stuff like that. Take yourself out. Have a, you know, when when your spouse goes out, if you can't hang with them and you're doing a sober thing, take yourself out. You know, get with some sober friends. Plan a long night. Say, you know, we're going to movie hop tonight, then we're going to go have a beautiful dinner. You know, you can, if you movie hop and catch two movies, that's four hours plus dinner. You talking about six hours in a night, you clip. You by seven o'clock, you getting home with three or two, three in the morning. So you could really have a beautiful night and you know, you could go to a sober lounge, you could go to a restaurant. Why I like restaurants is because they still serve alcohol, but it's an environment that has that supports family. And, you know, you could have fun in a restaurant and connect with people and, you know, enjoy some good food without feeling left out. But just don't stay home and just don't suck because you're gonna feel Feel like you suck because you're in recovery and everyone else is going to be having fun. Go have fun, but just do it in a responsible, sober way. And I guarantee you, you start going out every time your spouse go out. You dress to the T, you smelling good, you coming home looking good, sober. They're going to slow down. They're going to want to start coming out with you now. And also, lastly, take your spouse or the significant other out more often. So when you're in recovery, don't just not go out if you know take the person that you love out during the week so if you know they go out on the weekend you guys had your personal time to bond and you don't feel so left out right so go out take the person you love out in environments that promote your recovery so you don't feel so left behind i'm gonna do a full episode on this but you know i was i was dealing with this in the beginning and it was something i always wanted to cover and i just wanted to shoot it out there a lot of us is in recovery I'm seven years and that still never gets old, right? It never gets old because sometimes I might just be, you know, some, you know, friends may be having a crazy night. They may be going to a big party and I know it's going to be wild and I'm just not up to it. And I just feel like I'm not going to put my sobriety in jeopardy and I don't want to be triggered. So I'm going to fall back. But I learned different ways to stay 
inspired in those in situations. So one, I would create projects for myself. First, I would go out on my own. I'll say, okay, you guys have fun. I'm going to go out with my sober friends. or I'm going to take my mom out or I'm going to do something different, right? Or I'm going to go catch a movie or I'll work on something. I'll do an extra podcast. I'll work on a book. I'll work on a project. I'll exercise. I'll binge, you know, I'll get, you know, I'll make an evening of it. So that's how you deal with that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want anyone in the recovery community to feel left out and I don't want anyone in the recovery community feel like life in recovery has to be boring remember you're always going to be sexier you're always going to smell better look better and feel better in recovery and somehow that strength there's strength there like you 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 I remember when I was in my addiction I always admired the person who was stable like the person who was die hard they look good they wasn't drunk they didn't get high they didn't do none of that they they was cert they was confident and they was just there and I found strength in them right that's the person you wind up spilling the tea to all night you start pouring your heart heart out to the stranger because it's something about them that's stable and strong so when you and your recovery you become that person you may become the new designated driver you may save someone's life you may be the person that's there so you're going to be stronger so don't feel weak don't feel like you're not worthy and don't feel left out the party continues in recovery but you're just sober now right and it's okay to go out with your friends and family and your spouse once you get to a point to where you're not triggered but you know some environments is a little bit too much all right. So the last thing I'm going to say on that's the last thing I'm going to say on that. If it's an environment that's too much for you, then fall back. For me, hardcore clubs, a little bit too much for me. People and you can't move people passing you with drinks, drinks all over the place. Everybody going nuts. Can't. It's not for me. I, I pass. I tried it once six years ago. Never did it again. And I'm in music. So if it's not an official venue, and it's not a designated area. I'm not dealing with it because my sobriety is too important. I don't want to be around a bunch of people that's, uh, you know, inebriated and wilding out. I'm just too mature for that now. So the next segment is a part of the YouTube channel that we created for Sober is Dope. And this is called Late Night Special with Pop Buchanan. This was a talk that I did on how to reduce stress. And I wanted to share it with you guys and just a f- disclaimer, there's a few parts where I'm actually showing the audience techniques. One is on meditation towards the end where I'm actually showing people physically how to meditate. And there's another one where I talk about breathing. So it might be weird because there's a pause and <laughs> where I'm actually meditating. So just go back and check the YouTube channel, subscribe, watch the video there. But I wanted to share this with the community because it's just a candid late night talk that I have um, kind of with myself, just kind of connecting with the audience and anyone that's out there that um, just may need advice. And this was important, how to reduce stress and find peace and recovery. And we just covered some cool topics on breathing, meditation, health and nutrition. So I want to share that with you guys. Thank you for being part of the Sober's Dope experience. You guys know I love you. Um, we came a long way together on our journey and recovery. Thank you for being part of Sober's Dope. And I'll catch you guys on the other side. Enjoy my late night special. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How you guys feeling today? This is our late night special with Pop Buchanan. I'm the host of the Sober's Dope podcast. And today I want to talk about 
how to reduce stress in your life and how I how I reduce stress in my life so I could be more successful in my recovery. So the first thing I want to say is for me, I had to prioritize. Making myself a priority is the most important thing I could do, um, I had to do for success in my recovery and also for discipline in my training and in my craft. So for most of you guys who don't know me, I'm into the music industry. What I do is I, I work on my own music and I work with my producers and stuff like that. And I'm constantly working on multiple projects. In addition to that, I'm the host of a Sober Dope podcast, which is one of my pride and joys. Um, I love giving back to the recovery community and really communicating with people. First and foremost, I couldn't be effective as a businessman and as a child of God, as a family man, as a boyfriend, as an uncle, if I wasn't putting, if I didn't put my mental health, my spiritual health, and my personal health in the front as a priority. So the first thing I want to say to you guys out there is, you know, you're probably leaving a lot on the table. Um, my advice to you is to really prioritize your life um, and figure out what's important to you. You know, too many times we spread ourselves too thin and I don't want that for you guys. So my that's my first thing. Um, also having a spiritual center, I think that's extremely important for me. <sighs> you know, reconnecting back to God, reconnecting back to self, reconnecting back to nature is extremely important to me. And how I do that is every day I go for a walk and I, and I really try to connect with God in nature. And that means that I disconnect from technology, television, people, and I go walk, I go for a walk in the park or the forest. I might go to a lake or a pond, and I might spend usually a good 45 minutes to an hour daily in nature. And I'm that's when I communicate. As I'm walking or jogging and exercising, I'm praying, telling God what you know, I'm, I'm praying to God, telling God what I'm grateful for. So I'm using gratitude as a real good measuring rod for how far I've come and to remember that it could always be worse, right? The other thing that I do when I'm in nature to reduce stress, ladies and gentlemen, is I practice mindfulness. I, I take my time. I try to look for animals. I notice the insects even the smallest fly that's moving, the spider webs. And now I can notice a spider web from far away. I could say, I could, I notice gigantic spiders on the light poles. I notice the raccoons. I notice all these little things, the skunks and the tadpoles in the pond and, you know, how the earth smells when it rains, how the trees smell and everything. That's practicing mindfulness while I'm praying and connecting back to God in a natural environment totally beneficial for stress reduction you could you wouldn't believe it um another thing that's important is to understand is that when you're dealing with stress reduction mindfulness and things like that and reducing stress it's it's important to have gratitude and be mindful of the things in your life that are really going well. And that's the little things. Like I didn't like for me, 
I didn't catch a cold for the last six months because my health regimen improved. That's a big thing for me. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that my mother is healthy. I'm grateful that my mother's still alive. I'm grateful that I still have all my brothers and sisters are healthy. I'm grateful that I'm still prolific in my podcast and in my music. I'm grateful that I didn't catch COVID, right? <laughs> um, and as many, and God bless all the people that lost family members and lost their lives due to COVID-19. So I'm grateful for that, ladies and gentlemen. And I have to be honest there. Those are little things that you could use to reduce stress. The more that you're paying attention to what's going well in your life, the less you're gonna complain the less you're gonna be at dis-ease or in disharmony because it brings you back to a point of humility. And humility is important. Being humble is important. Sometimes, you know, I catch myself sometimes. Oh man, this didn't work out, this didn't work out, and I'm up there. And God's like, man, you know, you should have, you could have been dead years ago and you're still here. I made it through addiction. I made it through the loss of my father. I made it through multiple relationships that didn't work out. I made it through betrayal. I made it through my own chaos that I created because I have to be accountable and I'm still alive and I'm, and I'm healthy and I feel good. So when you want to reduce stress in your life, be mindful. The next thing I want to say is, you know, try to have some form of balance when it comes to your diet and nutrition. I, I swear, I can't stress this enough. Um, as human beings, we, we, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna mess up. We're gonna cheat. We're gonna break our diet. We're gonna give in. But the, what I'm starting to realize, how I find success is, I'm literally able to do little things like this, like have this cup of tea. This is a cup of tea. Now look what I have in here. This is apple cider vinegar, ground cloves, turmeric ground ginger, decaffeinated green tea, milk thistle, and what else do I have in here? That's pretty much it. And cayenne pepper. So this is like a tonic. And if I do this at least three times a week, I don't have to do it every day, right? This is what I'm talking about, balance. If I do this three times a week, I know I have a lot of antioxidants aside, right? Take a little sip for all my brothers and sisters who's not here with us. You know, drinking water. Make sure you have your apple cider vinegar in your water. Um, make sure you get adequate amounts, uh, amounts of potassium, magnesium, vitamin D3, zinc, and just have a general multivitamin. But those and some omega-3s, those are the most important things I think Magnesium, my body burns magnesium extremely fast. So you get magnesium from green things, anything that's green, cruciferous vegetables. Um, one of the most healthiest things you can eat is cruciferous vegetables. Also, dark chocolate has a lot of magnesium and selenium. So those are three sources of magnesium. Zinc is extremely important for immunity. And I knew this prior to COVID and that's what helped me throughout the whole COVID and we're still going through the pandemic. Um, but I didn't really get sick. Um, and I was surprised. I was like, you know, I usually get sick once or twice during the winter. 
And because I stayed on the vitamin D and I stayed on the zinc, I was able to maintain a real good health and I didn't get sick. And I'm thankful for that. So make sure you're taking your vital building blocks. These vitamins and these minerals are really important. One thing you could take that gives you all of these vitamins and minerals in one is Irish sea moss. It's really good. So check that out. Maybe you can taste it. I don't like the taste of it. But sometimes you have to have the dis discipline. But you could blend it with some um, almond milk or oat milk, and then you could drink that. Um, so nutrition, being mindful of your nutrition, having some go-to disciplines that you could fluctuate and have as a template while you're going, while you're eating your pizza and your burgers and stuff like that. Humans are going to be humans. My new thing now is I want you to have some base of some home base some ground some grounds where you know okay here are a few principles i could continuously do at least three to four times a week to find balance eventually you'll catch up but sometimes when we really go off the deep end and we cheat and we have cake and pizza we start feeling like we feel guilt and shame and then we just throw in the towel i don't want you to throw in the towel i want you to just be patient and know that if you fall off the wagon with your diet and nutrition, you could get back on. But doing little things like having your tea, having your water in the morning with vinegar, it helps with your metabolism. It helps with the visceral fat. It helps with detoxif detoxifying the liver and just keeping you healthy. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not a medical doctor. Consult your physician for any medical advice or anything like that. Um, just a few tips that I use. So vitamin D, zinc, um, potassium, magnesium, and your vitamin D3. That's things that you could do to help reduce the stress because if your brain needs a lot of power and if you don't give it the building blocks that it needs, it gets exhausted and you get tired. When your brain gets tired, you get depressed, right? There was a study link with a doctor who, um, that's, that's that, that made a connection between stress and 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 cancer and he noticed that the more a person was depressed or the more they were stressed the it was the, the more prone they were to have cancer-like symptoms so we know stress is a class b carcinogen lack of sleep is a carcinogen and um so when you're thinking about dealing with stress ladies and gentlemen just keep it real basic Another thing is mindful breathing. So let's take a break. Take another sip of tea. Right? And we practice mindful breathing in through your nose. Make sure your stomach expands. This is how you properly breathe. You breathe in through your nose. And as you're breathing, your stomach and your diaphragm should expand like a balloon. Then out through your mouth. Don't breathe too hard because that's not good. Do, do soft breathing. You know, you want to take in long breaths. Make sure your stomach expands. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you take nine deep breaths when you're stressed, when you first wake up in the morning, if something gets you upset, that deactivates 
something known as the parasympathetic response, but we know that as the fight or flight response, that fear response that we have, where signals from our environment could cause us to be anxious and afraid, and then our breathing starts to become rapid and shallow, and then we get stressed out, we get a little flustered, and we get anxiety. How you reduce that is you calm down, and you take some deep breaths. Make sure when you breathe in, you're conscious of your shoulders. Let your shoulders relax, all right? Let your shoulders relax. The next thing I want us to do is talk about the importance of prayer and having a prayer life. Now, the first thing I want to say, I love God. I'm a child of Jesus Christ. Um, I love Jesus Christ. I believe in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my Lord and personal savior. But I know that there's many people out there who have different religions, different denominations. What I want to say to you is that God is going to hear you no matter what religion or where, whatever. It doesn't matter. When you're in darkness and you're stressed out and you're afraid, even if you don't have the guidance to know what your religion is or what you should believe in, even if you feel like you don't want to believe in God, you can still pray, pray to your ancestors, pray to the universe, pray to the sun, pray to the moon, pray to the stars, pray, pray to something greater than you to give you the strength to carry on and give that gratitude in your heart to, to, to what may have created us, the source. You know, I don't want anyone to ever feel limited when, and feel like they, they don't have access to the power of prayer based on dogma, religion, and denominational stuff. I want you to always feel like you're worthy. Listen to me closely. You're worthy. If you're alive and you're breathing, you come from God, you belong to a higher power. Something amazing and beautiful that we can't really describe and put our finger on created us. And we're all here together to experience love, to be kind. And we're not here to stress. So what I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, it's okay to be afraid sometimes. It's okay to be uncertain. And it's sometimes even okay to be angry at the universe and angry with God. But it doesn't mean that you have to close yourself off to the possibility of connecting to that beautiful source of creation. So don't limit yourself there. And when you're stressed out, pray, pray, right? I'm gonna show you guys how to do a prayer that takes not too much effort. You can just close your eyes, right? Get quiet. Practice your breathing like I told you. In through your nose, out through your mouth. And you can say, God, I thank you for my life. I thank you for my breath. I thank you for me. I thank you for everyone that I love. I thank you for waking me up today and I thank you for the world. And I pray for everyone out there that they have love, they find love, they become love, and they find happiness in their life. Please God, please help me find happiness, find purpose, and to find peace. Thank you, I'm with you, amen. Simple, simple, peace. See, ladies and gentlemen, the goal in life is always, and this is always going to be a constant, the goal in life is always going to be constant, consistently, peace, peace of mind, peace of heart, love, 
you know, we all want to make money. We all want to be rich. But what happens when you gain the whole world, but you still don't have peace? Look at the news. Look at the media. We see all these millionaires out here. They're not happy. They're not happy, man. I mean, money takes away a certain level of stress where you don't have to worry about bills or the day-to-day stuff. Good. But I guarantee you, if you're not right in here, if you're not right here and you're not at peace, no matter how much money you have, you're just going to have more expensive problems, more expensive headaches, and more expensive stress. That's it. So it's a trap. So this is my advice to you. If you're not rich yet and that's your goal and you think that becoming rich is going to make you happier, try your best to find peace of mind, heart, and spirit now. So when you do get that money, you could be truly at peace. That's what I want for you guys. All right? Don't think that any external thing in the universe is going to give you peace. It's not going to be a car. It's not going to be another person. Another person can help you find, get closer. But if you can't find peace within yourself, then you're going to be on this never-ending journey of trying to find that. And that's what we're put here for, I believe. I believe that we were born to contribute to life, to experience life, to experience love, to participate in love loving ourselves, loving one another, being at peace, finding excitement, following a passion that's within, filling that void within comes from finding ways to create and contribute back to life. Right now, I'm at peace doing this video with you guys because I believe this is part of my purpose, to just talk to someone out there, to give back. It's in it's too many cases, I feel like, we don't connect with our true nature of what we want we don't believe um seven and a half years ago i'll be honest with you guys i'm seven and a half years sober today seven and a half years ago i wanted to be here in this way where i could do these type of things and speak to people in this type of way at peace and put together and feeling accomplished and whole but I was so broken and so disconnected from myself that I was miserable because I wasn't really connecting with my true potential. I was looking for peace of mind and everything in the bottle, drinking and feeling like that and didn't know why I was trapped because I was not following my heart. And my heart was, I knew I was supposed to be sober and to be one with God, to be peaceful, mind my business, find my voice, and try to just keep creating and not being part of the noise of the world, but being part of the peace of the world, right? You can either be part of the chaos or the peace. And I chose peace in my life, right? Now, because I have less stress and because I have less apprehension and anxiety, I could connect more with my true nature and I could give back more to the world. So, I'm just being me, how God made me, simply. No drugs, no alcohol, no stress, no embellishing. I'm not perfect, ladies and gentlemen, but this is why I wanted to talk to you today. Stress comes from you not being honest about yourself, where you need to be, where you want to be. We put pressure on ourselves. Like, I'm 40 years old. I know I made mistakes in my life, so I'm not quite where I think I could have been today, right? 
But I thank God made me, I, I went on my detour for a reason so I could be here in this way. Like if, what if it was another fate and I didn't make it? What if I wasn't supposed to be like my choice and my detour allow me to be alive today in this way with you? So I'm slightly different from what I perceive myself to be at this point, right? I didn't quite accomplish all of the goals that I feel like I could have, but I don't live in regret that way. I laugh at it and say, you know, it's okay that I'm not a millionaire yet. It's okay that I don't have some big mansion. It's okay if I don't have a hundred cars, but I have peace of God in my heart. I have knowledge of myself. I have peace in my family. I have peace of mind and I know who I am. And I'm a millionaire in heart and in spirit. And everything else that comes at this point is icing on the cake because I made peace with myself and peace in my life. So I'm not worrying about what the world is doing. I'm not worrying about what people think about me. I'm concerned with how I think about me, which brings me to my next point, ladies and gentlemen. Love yourself fight for that love don't fight for the love of other people or the the approval of other people fight real hard for the love of yourself to learn yourself to accept yourself your shortcomings there's so many things about me that i wish i could have changed when i was younger and now i love my flaws right I, I know them, I, I use them to become a better person. So now my biggest flaws is part of my most beautiful traits and I'm at peace with that. I learned to love myself. I learned to take care of myself, right? I'm not perfect, but no, and I, and I learned that it's okay to not, you never, we're not designed to be perfect. Our perfection in life comes from our uniqueness, right? We don't know how perfect we are because some God created us. Our, we came from our parents and our ancestors, and they come from God. You go all the way back to the beginning, and the first ones that was created came from God. And in that beauty, we're perfect in that way, right? So we're all unique, and you have to embrace your uniqueness, right? No matter what that looks like, what it sounds like embrace it it's all we have we're in the middle of the milky way it's all we have so love yourself for what you have what you're working with whatever you're working with give me those raw materials and i can show you a king and i can show you a queen your raw materials is something of a miracle is something beautiful and it's something to be marveled so believe in yourself and that's it that's that's it that's how you eliminate stress ladies and gentlemen you love yourself enough not to be bothered by the world and bothered by the fantasies and bothered by the anxieties and bothered by fear. I'll tell you guys another secret. The brain loves to play with you when it comes to fear. You have a part of your brain called the amygdala and it's a part of our primitive brain and its job is to protect you. So it's always gonna create a fair response to your environment because it wants you to be cautious of your surroundings because that part of your brain wants you to be careful and preserved. 
So you have to understand that and say everything that you think about and that you're afraid of is probably just a part of your brain. It's an imagination. It's not really always real. So stop being so scared. Stop being so afraid. Stop worrying about what people's going to think. Stop worrying about what people's going to do. Stop worrying about what people saying about you. Just focus on you. Reaffirm, right? That you're great. You're courageous. You're beautiful. You're mighty. And you are worthy. And this is not a cliche, I'm telling you. If you don't believe you're worthy, then it doesn't matter. No one else really can. No one cares. Everyone on the planet is going to really at the bottom line, humans are designed for self-preservation. So if you're worrying about the world, you're going to lose yourself. The way you worry about, the way you preserve yourself is by loving yourself and saying, no, I'm love myself. So I'm not going to look for someone else to give me approval. I'm not going to look for, now, the more you love yourself, the more you can love other people and the more you can give back, right? You're not going to be taking from people. You're not going to be so consumptious. You're going to be more willing to give of yourself. And in this way, you find knowledge. In this way, you find peace. And in this way, you find solace. Back to breath. Let's breathe. In through your nose, out through your mouth. At peace. Drink your tea, mind your business. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. Try to eat a lot of vegetables and fruits. Drink a lot of water. Try to get some sleep. And remember, reconnect every day in nature go for your walk get out there and when you're praying in nature practice mindfulness right i'm showing you guys the way you can exercise by walking i'm not asking you to run i'm saying walk take long walks in the park in nature breathe take in the air Connect with animals, connect with the insects, connect with the trees, connect with the wind, breathe, go back to nature, pray, thank God for your, be grateful, thank God for your life, list and say all the things as you're walking that you're grateful for, reconnect back to source, reaffirm that you love yourself, reaffirm that you're worthy, right, right? and find peace within yourself. So as you pray and as you connect with nature, you become whole. Lastly, ladies and gentlemen, practice meditation. Meditation. And I'm gonna show you guys how to meditate right now. You don't have to sit in lotus position. You see how I'm sitting? You can meditate just like this, hands just like this. This is how you meditate. Close my eyes. I'm not gonna worry about what I'm thinking. I'm just going to slowly breathe and I'm going to accept all of the thoughts that come through my mind. I'm going to witness these thoughts. I'm not going to judge them. They may be bizarre. In time, these thoughts will start to disappear. Then you'll find a stillness and a quiet peace, the place where good meditators go. But it starts with a couple of minutes of just quiet, mindful, breathing. Here we go. 
there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. You hear that? Listen. Peace. Quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Pop Buchanan. I'm the so- the host of the Sober is Dope podcast. Um, I'm seven years sober. I'm a child of God, college graduate, hip-hop artist, writer, poet, um, designer, child of God, man. My dad's name is Rain. My mom's name is Cher. I love them both. God bless them. God bless my brothers and sisters, and God bless all my family and friends. Ladies and gentlemen, go in peace. May you be with God. May you love yourself. And don't let stress stress you out. Thank you for joining me on my late night special. I'll catch you guys on the other side. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.